0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: gentlemen welcome to let's talk on blog talk radio i'm your host mr talk in the house how y'all doing how y'all doing how y'all doing this wonderful wonderful afternoon it's friday that's right it's friday y'all <laughs> june twenty third june twenty it's june twenty third yeah june twenty third two thousand seventeen <laughs> hope everybody's having a wonderful wonderful warm day <laughs> Oh, man, I tell you, it's it's a great day, man, great day I'm feeling wonderful today And, man, we got a show planned for you today that y'all are not going to believe I don't know where I get that from, I I don't know, it just shows up sometimes But anyway, anyway, I'm glad y'all can join me And, um, like I said before, we have an outstanding show for you So I'm ready to get started here And um, I hope you are, too uh, First, let me get the particulars out the way uh, Number one, if you want to um, comment or just call and listen to the show 347-838-8622 Once again, that's 347-838-8622 uh, You can email me at ericlestalk at gmail.com And don't forget our chat room is open at www.blogtalkradio.com I'm a.com forward slash Mr. Talk, man. I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't got, man. Y'all just don't know. I was hyped for the last 45 minutes. Oh man. <laughs> y'all don't know. I was getting my praise on and I was just, its like doing cardio around here. <laughs> so if I'm breathing a little harder, talking a little funny, uh, cause I was just getting my praise on man. There's nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. I, I, Actually, I suggest that what a lot of y'all do during the day. Get your praise on, man. It makes your day go by just a little bit faster, (laughs) to say the least. All right, so we got a song of the day for you. And, of course, we have our um, quote of the day and, you know, our many, many different topics that we have as well. So we we have a whole lot of stuff planned for you today. We're going to be talking a little bit about um, a battle that's going on in Detroit with – a uh, church between the bishop's um, widow and the church itself over oh, money man over money it's, it's it's a very interesting scenario uh because we're going to talk a little bit about you know crazy crazy um Trump we're going to talk a little bit about that as well uh the congressional black caucus they they've made a stand we're going to talk a little bit about that uh bill 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 Cosby, <laughs> yes, we're going to talk a little bit about Bill Cosby as well, uh, you know, we're going to talk a little bit about that, uh, and that trial that went on, Asante Shakur, we're going to talk a little bit about that, uh, the United States, and Russia, look like we're on the verge of World War Three. seems like, in the air anyway, so we're going to talk a little bit about that and let's see, what else I got, mm, a whole lot more stuff, man, I, I tell you, it's so much, I'm not even gonna try, try and try and, and tell you everything, because if I tell you everything, then you you won't listen to me, right, <laughs> that's right, that's right, so, you know, so we, we ready. We ready to get this thing going here. But before I do, let me go ahead and bring my one and only co-host in. P. Ross is in the house with me. P. Ross, what's going on? How you doing this afternoon? Hope you're doing all wonderfully. Wonderfully. You now I'm creating words now. You're doing wonderfully.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you created quite a few words in that intro. But it's okay. It's what you do. It's what you do. I'm doing great.
1: Well, that is always a good thing, you know. I, you know, I, I, I tell you I drive, I drive for Uber, y'all. I, I do. I tell you I drive for Uber, and you know, people get in the car, and they be like, "Well, how you doing today?" I was like, "Well, I'm doing just great. I woke up this morning, and anytime you wake up, hey, it's a good thing. Two feet on the floor, it's a great thing." If you just wake up in a little pain, it's still a great thing. You woke up, so you have to remember that. You have to remember that. You know, sometimes we get to the point where we want to complain about everything, and this thing's not going right, and that's not going right, and you know this going wrong. Well, you know, sometimes you have to stop and look and say, uh, "I'm breathing." <laughs> it, it, it it seems simple, but sometimes we forget those those little simple things like that. So. You know, I, I'm here to tell you, it's, it's a great thing that you, you're breathing, okay? You, you you opened your eyes this morning, so that makes it always a great thing. <laughs> oh, man. What you think about that, my co-host? illustrious? <laughs> but I'm oh, on a roll. i you trying to use
2: 12-letter words. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> yeah, it is always eight. Waking up in the morning be the alternative of not waking up, okay? So that's always a great thing. We have to give praises to our God, you know, just because of that fact. Because he didn't have to allow us to be here, you know, and that's mm. it. He didn't have to allow us to be here, to, to allow mm. us to see be sucking in air, you know?
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's true. And of course, some of y'all, y'all, y'all be out there sucking in a little bit more than you need to, but (laughs) (laughs) it's all right. You still sucking it in.
0: (laughs) Oh, man. Hey,
1: y'all, we're going to start something new here on the show. Uh, I'm going to give y'all some tips. Tips for the summer, okay? Your, your 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 clothing wear for the summer. Um, yeah, it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I just have to get. I'm just gonna have to let y'all hear it first. It, some of you gonna be like, I know he just didn't say that. Yeah, because apparently somebody needs to say it because it, it's just outrageous these days. But anyway, we we gonna move on from that for right now. <laughs> Woo yeah, it's gonna be a good day y'all. It's gonna be a good show. Um Let's see as I say we got the quarter of the day and we have the song of the day coming up for you And then uh, we're gonna go on and, and get on to our main topics. Uh I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. I, I am hyped and ready. You know, I told I gave told P ross I was getting hyped. I was supposed to be taking a, a power nap, but um Something else moved in me, and I had to get hyped a little bit. You get my praise on, like I told y'all. So, you know, as far as that power nap, I got it in. I just wasn't laying down, believe you me. <laughs> but anyway, anyway, Um, <laughs> look, I, I, I'm i trying to slow down. Now, my heart beating like it's just about to come out my chest. Y'all just don't know. I was in here getting it on. But anyway, anyway. We're going to go ahead and knock this song out of the day. And this is a very, this is one of my favorite songs. It, it really is because, you know, sometimes, sometimes, you know, we make statements, but we really don't know the, the extent of, of what we're asking or what we're saying. You know, and not only that, but we don't even know how to go about accomplishing some of the things we ask for, um, and this here is one of the basic things, and you hear most of the times when a lot, a lot of people are saying, you know, I don't feel good. I just want to be, I just want to be happy. I just want to do, yeah, well, you know what? Sometimes you need to sit back in and really think about what you're saying. And uh, because the, the solution is simple, it really is. We as um, humans, sometimes we just make it a little bit difficult, all right? Now, I didn't plan to say all that, but. It rolled right off the tongue <laughs> Oh, This is going to be a good one today Yes it is Alright y'all Without further ado man Here's my man Kirk Franklin And I want to be happy I'll talk to y'all in about five Memento The truth can hurt you
3: Or the truth can change you What will truth do to you
0: I just want to be happy But if I keep on doing the things That keep on bringing me pain There's no one else I can blame If I'm not happy Wasted time but now I can see The biggest enemy, it was me So I'm not happy Cry yourself to sleep Shout and raise your hand yourself to sleep, shout and raise your hand, it won't change a thing just until you understand. If I'm talking to you, you can say, if you're tired of feeling the same, if you're tired of
3: things are change it's time for you to get out of your way. You've
0: been there too long. Don't get This one right here. It's so to it to pain. Yes.
3: Heart, it away. But I got good news for
0: you. Hallelujah.
3: But the question is, do you wanna be happy? If you're tired of you. And say I'm gonna be
0: happy. Now, if you
3: really mean that, open up your heart and say, Let me hear you
0: say
3: yeah. Yeah, yeah. If you're tired of going in circles, let me hear you say
0: yeah.
3: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Tired of making the same mistakes. Let me hear you say yes, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, now's your chance. Say yeah. Yeah.
1: y'all there it was okay yeah y'all got more than one song of the day okay so oh well it just i just felt like doing that all right the first one was kurt franklin you want to be happy and of course the second one was here's a kyle walker and every praise yeah buddy yeah i told y'all man i've I've been getting it in today i have been getting it in but y'all know what though uh before we move any further you know what i i i was listening to um that that want to be happy you know uh, oh man and a couple other songs And I, I i i got to thinking a little bit now what i'm about to say this is a mr talk okay this is mr talk now um uh i tell y'all sometimes when I, I get ready to do the show i sit down and i, I start um preparing the show to go a certain a certain way but what usually happens sometimes is something else gets thrown at me uh spiritually or you know just pops in my mind however you want to look at it and I just have to talk about it I'm I'm sorry I, I just have to talk about it you know it, it's funny because <laughs> I'm not going to say that yet but anyway anyway you know uh, and and Kirk Franklin song is, is a very interesting song because it says I just want to be happy and you know what most interesting thing about it is a lot of us, we say that I want to be happy, but we don't know what even being happy is. We don't, we don't even know how to go about being happy. We really don't. Um, you know, most of us feel we happy if you know we got a, a certain uh, car to drive or we living in a certain neighborhood or have a certain job. But is that really being happy? Is that really being happy? You know, and, and the the more material things you get. You you assume that that's gonna bring you joy and happiness, but in all honesty, a lot of times you you feeling worse than you did when you didn't have these things, you know, and you wonder why. Well, I'm gonna tell you why. In my opinion, you are the reason why. It, 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 I, I'm just gonna throw it out there. You are the reason why, and it's not it's your thoughts. It, 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 it's your actions. That's what it is. It's your thoughts and your actions, um, because. Uh, once again, this is one of my many, many theories that I I go through through the run of a day, um, <laughs> and and here's one of them. Uh, you know, we we're so busy trying to trying to do what 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 society says is, is uh, happiness. You know, we we're trying to do what what everybody telling us we should do, and this should be happy. Well. No, I'm I'm just gonna tell you straight out. No, no. And that's why I say you are the reason. Because a lot of times you you're in your own way. You are, you in your own way. Um me and P. Ross was talking about this earlier today, in fact. You know, sometimes, you know, the, the God God sets you up for success. He really does. And he, you know he he's steady uh, opening lanes and doors for you to go through. But instead of you go ahead and trying to and go through the door, you too busy trying to push your way back through the doors. He didn't close for you for a reason. I mean, let's be honest, that's what it is. And, and that is uh, and, and the majority. Well, that is the reason why you're happy. That's not That is the reason why you're not happy, because you're fighting what. <laughs> was put out there for you. You fighting your blessing because you want to go back and deal with that 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 nonsense that he just took you out of. Hey, I, I, this was not what I intended to say, but it's it's in my head and I got to say it now. So, happiness, happiness. It, it's like this: if you ever really, 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 really. Want to be happy? Number one, you're gonna to have to learn that the battle is not yours. Okay, it's not yours. You know, things that you're battling and that 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 come up on you in in your life uh, that you think you can control, you have no control whatsoever over it. You don't, because it's, it's not it's not in the, in in this dimension. It's not in this spirit in, in this this little uh, material world. Okay, it's not. But yet. You know, until you realize that, you're never going to um, achieve uh, happiness, complete happiness, because you're going to have to get away from this material thing and, and hit that, that, that spiritual realm to where you can actually be happy. You know, you, you, I, I don't know where I'm going with this. Somebody need to hear this, so I'm going to say it. All right? That, that's what it is. Now, but before you can get to that point, number one, you got to be your butt still. you got to be your butt still. You know, there's another song I like to hear. Peace be still. You got to be still. Stop. Stop fighting. You know, stop pushing back. Stop. Stop. You know, submit to God's will. And oh, wow. your happiness and, and your happiness will follow. It's just that simple. It it, it 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 sounds simple, but we make it difficult. We make it very difficult. We we really do. We really do. Um, and, And like I said, I don't know where this came from and who needed to hear this today, but it's here. It's here and it's out there. Now, I hope some of you understand. Some of you may say, well, Mr. Talk, you're talking out the side of your neck, you know, with the kickstand cooked sideways or whatever. Well, maybe I am to you, you know, and maybe the message went for you. But somebody out there needed to hear it, and it was put on me, so I put it out there. So I hope I made a lot of sense. If I didn't, well, maybe it wasn't for you. I made sense to somebody. It made sense to me anyway. <laughs> and, uh, you know, hey, it is what it is, all right? So with that being said, you know, and give every praise to the to the Most High to God, man. That's That's what you have to do. But anyway, all right. That's done and over with. We're going to turn it over to my my co-host. I'll see what she got to say first about my little message there. And then uh, we're going to let her come on at us with the quote of the day because she has a good quote of the day. And it kind of goes along with the message I just gave. Come to think about it. Imagine that. And y'all wouldn't believe I I wrote that little thing right there as I was listening to the song. So it wasn't anything that was predetermined. It just, like I said, was put there. And, you know, as my dad used to say back in the day, um, God, you know, we have done as the Lord commanded. I have for right now anyway, so <laughs> that is, it is what it is. All right, P. Ross, I'm shutting up now. Go ahead. I'm going to let you go ahead and do what do, just <laughs> put the finishing touches on that. Go ahead.
2: Thank you, God. You said it all right there. You know, we're we not going to be happy in and of our own carnal selves. We're not going to run into everything. Every material thing, you know, every carnal thing, and we still are not happy. We still have that 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 missing part, or you know, that we're we're searching for. We cover up, you know, with those things, and and we say that we're happy, but in the middle of the night, you know, and in your your alone time, you know that you still feel empty. You know that there's something missing, you know. So you only find that in the Lord, for me, in the Lord Jesus Christ. That now, I don't know, you know, all these other entities and gods that people worship, and, you know, but for me, the one and only true uh, living God is the Lord Jesus Christ. So, you know, that's where I find my happiness. That's where I find who 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 I am, that empty part of me that I didn't have for all those years, you know, running through and fro, trying to find it in in, in people and places and things you know. So, yeah, you know, you really have to search yourself and you really have to start with you. You really have to start with you. And a lot of us, you know, whether we realize it or not, we become people pleasers. We do things, you know, to make, you know, to make people like or want to be with us or to make people love us. But, you know, the 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 word said we ought to be pleasers of God rather than man. So you know, and 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 then you find your identity in that. You find your identity in who you are in that. Because the Bible says in Genesis we made we are made in, in 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 His image. So then, if we are made in His image, why are we looking for our identity in everything and everyone else instead of going back to our originators, the 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 Creator you know, of all things in the heavens and in the earth, you know. So if we seek his face and and, and we ask, you know, we ask him, like he says, at First at, Chronicles uh, um, 7 and 14, you know, if my people who are called by my name, you know, would humble themselves and pray and seek my faith and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and I will heal their land. See, and he's not talking about the ground you go out there and walk on. He's talking about the land. Remember, we made from the dust of the earth. He's talking about what's wrong with you internally, you know, all that goes on, you know, in your psyche, in your mind. that caused you be to be depressed and oppressed and sad and lonely and feeling, whatever way you may be feeling, you know. He will, you know, turn his face back to you and heal all that ails you. But you first have to do something. You know, you you first have to recognize that he is sovereign, that he is Lord over your life, and there is nothing else, you know, that you can do to ultimately be happy. Now, I know, you know, everybody ain't going to agree with that, but, hey, that's you, you know. You know, that's you. If that's where you want to be, if you're happy where you are or claim to be happy with, with where you are, hey, I'm happy for you. But as for me and my house, you know, this is how I'm meant to put a little icing on your little, on your little cake there But anyway yeah. Let us get to the uh, quote of the day And the quote uh-huh. of the day From um, Proverbs 22 10 and 11 and it says Cast out the scorner and Contention shall go out Yes strife and reproach That shall cease. He that loveth pureness of heart For the grace of his lips The king shall be his friend So that's our That's our quote of the day you know, you can't have all that negativity all around you, you know, and, and you know, and, and we essentially talking about happiness. This kind of ties in with that. You always got negativity around you, then that's what you're bringing to yourself. You know, that's what you're bringing to to your spirituality, is what people want to call it. That's what you bring. You bring in negativeness, you always, you're always going to be in a bad mood. You're always going to be... Judgmental, you're always going to be looking at somebody to do you in or for you to do them in, you know, do, I'm going to do you before you do me, as they say, you know, but the second verse said, he that loves pureness of heart, see, you're going to speak life, you're going to speak positivity, you know, because you have those things in you and you keep those things around you, you know. But, you know, when you have a negative attitude, there's always going to be contention. There's always going to be strife. There's always going to be envy. There's always going to be jealousy because that spirit of competition is always going to be there because you allow it to be. When you decide that that's not how you want to live anymore, then you can have the peace that passes all understanding because, you know, in and of yourself, you ain't got to be in competition with nobody or nothing. You know, you're happy you know, with who you are, and you love you first and foremost of all, and nobody is going to be able to move you from that. Nobody is going to be able to downgrade you. Nobody is going to be able to ridicule you. Although they may talk, it's just, you know, it's going to be like water off a duck's back. It's not going to penetrate. You know, you're going to be like, okay, well, that's how you feel. I understand that. But, hey, that's you. That's not me. That has no reflection upon who I am. Or who God is calling me to be. So you be happy over there and, you know, have a good day or whatever, you know, and leave them where they are. So, yeah. That's it. Yeah. (laughs) That's
1: more than it. That's that's on the head right there. I mean, you, you cannot... You cannot get it any better than that. Put it any better than that, you know. I I would be doing um, that right there a disservice to even try and, and add anything extra to it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so what a great great quote. I, I like that. I like that. Uh, man, I tell you, I say it's gonna be a great show today. I mean, the message is there, and uh, one thing we gotta do now is just go on and start moving forward with the show. Hey, we have yeah. done as God commanded us, you know, as far as passing that message on, and uh, that's that's all you can do. That's all. Be obedient. Be that's obedient. It, that's it. Yeah. it. it.
0: <laughs> oh boy! It.
1: Look, I, well, I said be obedient, and something else just roll right on on the brain. I, I'm not gonna go there yet, though. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> 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 all right, all right, man, I tell you. I don't know. I may have to start doing a little Sunday show. No, no, I'm joking, y'all. I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. I'm not I'm not uh, set up that way. But anyway, check this out.
2: Uh, once again, you're
1: listening to Let's Talk on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. I got Mr. Talk. I got my co-host, P. Ross, in the house with me. And I want to say thank y'all for listening. Uh, we Like I said, we got a great show for you today. And we're going to start off uh, talking about um, Colin Kaepernick. Y'all know the, the, the football, the, the Quarterback, well, the former quarterback for the San Francisco 49ers and um, you know he started last year taking a knee in um, protest to um, the police brutality that was going on uh, around the country, and actually it was more than just around the country; it was actually around the world. You know, we did it, just didn't get the the the, the publicity as it did here in the United States. But anyway, um, of course we we know that um, last week uh in Minnesota the cop for um that that shot and killed uh what's the guy's name again Phil- Philandro Castillo yeah cool. um, yeah you know the cop was let go i mean he was acquitted you know they said okay he's not guilty basically um, and Colin Kaepernick you know once he he, he um <laughs> he had a little tweet um that went out um and it was very, very, once the, as, as they like to say, it was controversial. Okay, and um, hmm. once again, it's it's just. I guess the question is, you know, it went on for a whole whole year, the football season plus some, and eventually he was let go by the San Francisco Forty ers Now, don't get him wrong, this young man, he's still quite a quarterback. However, nobody will touch him right now with a 10-foot pole, and that was just based on what he was doing last year. Now, this quote that he wrote um, that he sent out, uh, which basically likened police officers to a decision to the slave patrols of the 1700s and 1800s, um, you can't ignore your history, always remember who they are, and that's that was his quote. Um and he has a picture of um two badges one says runaway slave patrol and the other one says police officer <laughs> one is silver and one is gold uh and my question is with this with with that last tweet right there is this completely just ruined his his chances of ever playing in the NFL again you know which is interesting because 70% of the players in the NFL are Black or African American or however you want to say it, Moorish, uh, you know, uh, look, they black folk. That's I told you how I feel about it. they black folk. All right, but the interest, other interesting thing is ninety nine percent of them are white owners, you know, and um, it's just interesting. Um, it's interesting that nobody would touch him now. Uh, are they doing this guy a service or or did he? Um, how, how the old folks say Did he make his bed and now he's just got the lie in it What do you think about that P-Ross
2: Well Kind of both Kind of both because you know un, un, Unfortunately a, In this world Today there still is a thing called racism And there still is a thing called you know You need to know your place We were talking last week about Bill Cosby And the whole mess that he is caught up in You know it's just some things That This society as a whole, you know, because of the powers that be, you know, they just not going to tolerate. See, his political views, you know, that's, 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 they they claim that's only part of the problem. See, they're, they're talking about his passing game and his mobility game is slipping and that he's asking for too much money, you know, that they'd be willing to give him three to five million, but not what he's asking for. And then he can come in as a second string, you know, quarterback, but with that, he has to agree to quit his controversial activism. You know, hmm. they're saying that that is, that is the key factor in him, you know, able to play, you know, because they're saying that, that, that the reason is it doesn't help him or the team to bring on controversy and it alienates many fans and sponsors and team, teammates, right or wrong. It doesn't matter. Whether he's right about the thing or wrong, what but what it does is it brings controversy to the NFL and that it matters to the NFL executives, you know, who are judged by their team owners, you know. So, so that that's the thing right there. It is his his political views makes people accountable, and people don't want to be held accountable for the actions and the crimes that they commit. You know, they want to sweep everything up under the rug, pay you off, and tell you to shut up and don't talk about it no more. Hmm. See? <laughs> See? <laughs>
0: that, that,
2: that's the thing. That's the thing. You know, and by hmm. him, not, you know, being the little good little step and fetch that they want him to be. You know, okay, man, we can't use you because you you bringing too you bring it too much attention to what it is that we're doing behind the scenes, or what it is that we're doing, you know, out of the limelight, you know. So, you know, we 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 can't have that because we can't deal with that. It's not a real issue until somebody brings it to the forefront. It's not a real issue if you're able to just pay somebody off and and, and sweep it under the rug. We ain't got we ain't got to deal with that, basically. See, so hmm. that that that's the main that's the main thing, and and this is what they're telling him: you got to quit all this activism. I mean, you can have your views, and they would rather for him to just pay money, you know, give a donation, and keep quiet about it rather than speak out about it. Okay, so yeah, it's the. Hmm. It's the it's the Let me put it this way. It's the same spirit. It hasn't changed.
1: Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. You know, uh, it's interesting that you see that because it does end up coming down to, you know, uh, a business business um, side of it. You know whether whether you know they agree, you know the establishment agrees or not. Um, they're not going to say it because it's all about you know um, the funds. It's all about the funds um, they can bring in, the money they can bring in, and especially exactly. when you start talking about advertisement and stuff like that. And like I said, the the cat, he's he's not a bad quarterback. He he's not. Uh, and it, you know it, it's sad that. You know They won't even bring him on, like you say, as a second-string quarterback. Right. <laughs> you right. know what I mean? Not even because yeah. of the backlash. And let's remember, yeah. who, who else? Somebody else. Michael Vick. Same thing happened with Michael Vick. You and know, a dog. Uh, yeah.
2: A, a yeah. dog. Come on, now. A, a dog.
1: A <laughs> <laughs> hey, dog. Well, well, okay. The, 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 let's be fair. It was more it was more than just one dog. But it, it, it it's oh, interesting. Real. Yeah, you know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh it, it's interesting how, how that overrules uh, human life, you know, and, and the poli- the political parts of it, the politics. And actually as you were speaking um, something just came across my, my news feed where remember the, the um incident in C- Cincinnati where the officer shot Samuel DuBose in the car. Remember remember that when that yeah, happened?
2: I, 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 I lived there then. Yes. Yes, I yes, do remember
1: uh, that. Yeah. Well yes. Well listen to this. After twenty now now listen to this. After twenty five hours of deliberations, twenty five hours now, let's remember that the judge and Bill Cosby case made them go at least fifty. But after 25 yeah. hours of correction, uh, his trial ended in a, in a second mistrial. So basically, you know, he's he's free. You know, yeah. <laughs> basically, yeah. yeah. So yeah. now, um, so basically, you can say every shooting that has happened that involved a white officer and, and a black male or female within the last two or three years, there hasn't been any convictions. None. Yeah. Well, for well, one going. reason, well, I, I, I'm I'm gonna put this out here real fast. In in uh, 95% of those cases, you know, there have been settlements between the city and and, and um, victims' families. And I've said it before on the show, and I keep saying it. As long as you're taking them settlements, they're not gonna convict any of these these, these um, officers. They're not, cause they feel you've been paid off you know and they're not going to try and convict any of them now here's another interesting um um story that that, that has is really <laughs> and it's quite interesting in um, Marksville, Louisiana. Okay? Now, in this case, there actually was a police officer um found guilty and sentenced to 40 years. 40 years in prison. For shooting a
2: six-year four years, right? years, four zero
1: years. Yeah, for for shooting a six-year-old um, um, boy with Down syndrome. Okay. Now, why why does this why does this is this so different? Well, it, it's quite interesting because it's reverse. The also was black, and the little boy was, was white. Now, I'm just gonna go on and put the put the facts out there like it was. That's that was the case. Now this officer found guilty, forty years. Okay. <laughs> now you have video, video out there showing these other officers shooting, you know, black men who really not doing anything, and all of them are walking. Well. Yeah. Yeah, but see, this other family they didn't take a settlement; <laughs> they just took it straight to court, let the court deal with it. But. You know, if they had taken a settlement, do you can we really say that uh, the the verdict or the decision would have been totally the same as the other ones? I doubt it. I doubt it. Because apparently this this little town in Louisiana is one of the most racist ones in Louisiana. So maybe that that had uh, a lot to do with it. You know, they didn't say much. You know, they had the family on, of course, on the news saying, uh, you know, this is not a fair verdict, so forth and so on. And, of course, you know, they get the appeal. But it's just interesting how how that just happened to <laughs> uh, turn out. And I thought I would bring that to the forefront because it was very interesting, very interesting. Um I don't know what you got to say, and we're gonna to touch on Bill real fast, and then we're gonna move on to the next one because you know we I got a we know we got a good one less next, but go ahead, yeah. um, tell me what you think. Yeah,
2: yeah, you know that that, that that's, you know in in this country that's basically the status quo. You know, did you really, did, did, To be honest, now be honest, in, in, in and 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 looking at everything else that has been going on, and 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 the 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 ratio. Of these crimes, when when these are these shootings when they happen, versus it being a black officer that was a shooter rather than a white officer was the shooter and and the different outcome. Did you did you really expect anything else um, to be this? You know, and if you honestly answer, you know, you, no, you didn't,
1: you, you, you didn't. We, we 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 really
2: don't, and, and that's the thing. You know, we have become so accustomed to being put on the back burner, rights being violated, and we have gotten into a a, a a mindset, I guess I should say, of accepting whatever is presented at the table. See, you know, so maybe that's why the people take the money. Well, you know, they ain't going to do nothing anyway. We might as well get paid off for it. Mm. I mean, I'm just saying, I don't know how they think, you know, but, but, you know, that's the point of view, you know, that, 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 that I look at, because, you know, it's like, you get into a mode, uh, I I guess I want to say a defeatism mode, you know, where Uh. nothing, nothing else is going to happen, you know, so this is the best that we can do. This is the best that we can expect. Mm -hmm. You know, that's, that's just how I see it. (laughs)
1: <laughs> uh yeah, yeah, you you're absolutely um correct. Um I know some people are like, well what what's the backstory to it? Um basically, you know, it, it was the guy that the officer, uh Derek, what's his name? Derek Stafford. Okay, thirty three years years old. Um uh-huh. police officer and a part time city marshal. Um you know, basically he was found guilty of manslaughter and attempted manslaughter. Um, wow. which happened at the which which happened at the end of a chase okay, that left the six year old boy dead and the boy's father seriously wounded now. <laughs> um this is this is just crazy. Uh let me see, I am getting to it. Uh it came after the twenty six year old Christopher, whoever the boy few you know, he led the deputies on a two-mile chase through the town about nine p.m. on November the third in two thousand fifteen. Um, staffing mm-hmm. another officer, Norris Green, was fired a total of eighteen rounds at the Kia Sportage to get the, you know, killing Jeremy Matt- Martis, you know, his six-year-old son who was buckled in mm-hmm. the front seat. Um, you know, and oh wow, man, this is this is just crazy. Um. It just goes on to say how he walked out the courthouse shackled, and the officer walked out the courthouse shackled, and things like that. And of course, he was sentenced to 40 years plus 15. Of course, they're going to run concurrently, which means at the same time. So, yeah, uh, yeah he's going to do, they're going to try and make him do at least 40, <laughs> you know, yep. at least. um But, you know, when you look at this, because um, it doesn't mention anything about, as I mentioned before, a settlement or anything like that. Um, but, the father was driving Okay well, How? With the kid you know, in the car Yeah with the kid in the car And the officers had no idea <laughs> <He> had <laughs> You know in the car. Mm-hmm. Right Now the question is What happened to the other officer You know I, I don't see anything right here where it says The other officer was even put on trial Or what have you But it said in here that both of them fired a total of eighteen, eighteen 18 rounds Uh, I guess the other one, he hasn't been put on trial yet Yeah, that's what it was He hasn't been put on trial yet But um, He took the stand He took his own defense Telling jurors that he never saw the boy in the passenger seat He never saw him And he only opened fire in self-defense Prosecutors say the video shows The driver of the SUV had his hands up when officers fired Okay, so <laughs> we've heard that one before, haven't
2: yeah, we? Yeah, <laughs> we've heard that before.
1: Yeah, and that yeah. really didn't matter. Um, so yeah. I yeah, so that.
2: That
1: yeah. <laughs> um, you know, so once again, he said um, the father backed into, uh, had already backed into the police or uh, the patrol car and had thrown his car back in the reverse, looked backwards, and appeared like he might run over um, one of the, the other officers. You know, so he said, I felt I had no choice but to save Norris, which, you know, his partner, that is the only reason why I fired my weapon. Um, you know, <laughs> you know, and, and you look at this, and you're like, wow. You know, so what makes this story different than any other ones that we, we've come to uh, the be same a, be a similar
2: yeah, they had the same similar characteristic, the same similar yeah. scenario. You know, except yeah. the fact except the fact that the officers uh were white that was doing the shooting and, and in this case the officer was black. That that's what they said. Just like take for instance the 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 um one guy that just just got off. I can't think of his name. He just got off. One somebody and he said that, and he shot the man, the man said, yeah, I got a, I got a half a gun, but, you know, oh, and the man yeah. had a permit for it. He just opened up fire and just killed the man right yeah. there. Seven right. times, shot the man seven times, you know, <laughs> and got off. Mm. And got off.
1: And, aside, the, the, the side story to that is, you haven't heard anything out of the NRA. Nothing
2: at all, nothing at all,
1: and, and Castile was a licensed registered, um, yeah, gun
2: holder, yes.
1: yeah, see, but see, yet, you so the MRA is just as quiet as they want to be, just quiet. <laughs> but y'all, let's not forget. See, there's a lot of backstory to a lot of stuff that's going on. Let's not forget that in the 60s when the, the Black Panthers started carrying weapons, that's when all these, these um, gun regulations begin to get passed. So let's not uh, confuse the point that a black man with a weapon is a threat. Okay, No matter whether you legally carrying or not, you are a threat. Now, in most states, if you are a licensed carrier of a weapon, you know you are required to inform the officer that, yes, I am a licensed he should ask you where the weapon is, you know, is the you know, where are the, where's the ammunition Because you know you're supposed to have one in one spot and something and the ammo in a different spot. And that's it. you know, and in this case with Castile. Let's remember he had also asked the man for some identification, you know. So, you know, all of a sudden he hears I have a weapon, and he just freaks out. And that's basically what it, it rounded out to. He freaked out.
2: Yeah.
1: Yep. You know. <laughs> you know he freaked out. Yeah,
2: that's exactly that's
1: exactly what they say happened. Yeah. So the question is this: Are, are officers are they do they need more training? Uh Do they need uh I don't know what is it What is it or is it just Let's be honest it's just More gentrification uh, uh, Another way to say let's get Rid of many of them as they can the ones that they Don't that don't shoot each other we'll take Care of that form <laughs> I know I hate to say it like that But you know that's the way it seems That's the way it seems You know Um, So <sighs> You know, you you look at these cases, and the more they're coming out, and the, the more they are they are beginning to um, show what's really going on. And, and I know some people listening listening right now say, "See, there they go again. They're race baiting." You know, it's one thing to race bait race bait, but it's another thing just to, to to tell and be real about what's going on. I mean, the the evidence is there. There's no way you can deny what's going on. The evidence is there. Um, I had a list of all the shootings that that has happened within the last what three four years. Uh-huh. Controversial, and not one, not one has been involving involving police officer that is. Not one has been convicted. Not one. Right. You know, only only one that was convicted was the little white boy that went down in um South Carolina and shot up the church.
2: Yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: but of course you see how they treated him after a, a, a manhunt. You know, like he was a superstar, or something taking him to get something to eat and everything else. Of course, you stop a black man on a normal traffic stop, and you got your knee in his neck, and you know if nobody's looking, you are gonna try and kick him. Your 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 you, you, um the vest cam don't work all of a sudden for some unknown reason. I mean, the evidence is there. I mean, do we are we supposed to say, well, are you gonna believe what I'm telling you, or are you gonna believe what your lying eyes are seeing? <laughs> Ooh, yeah. Well, I'm sorry, I'm believe my lying eyes because my eyes not lying to me. Uh, we see what's going on. We see what's going on. Speaking of, of some crooked, crooked stuff going on. Uh let's talk about Bill Cosby real fast and his trial, which ended in a mistrial. I know a lot of people probably talked about it already, but we weren't on the air. We didn't come on the air Monday for no electrical e reasons, but we're gonna talk about it now. Um it ended up in a mistrial after the judge made him go back and and try and come up with a verdict again and they came back and said it's just not gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. Um interesting thing in the case is you know, usually it takes a couple of months before the jury names are released, even if that is the case. But in this in this instance, what, a couple of days after now, you know, every name of every juror that's that's um that was on, 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 on you know, in on deliberation. The yeah. yeah. So. On the so now let's really take a take a look at this. They bust those jurors from Pittsburgh into Montgomery County, Pennsylvania, wherever that is. Um, and the district attorney still says he will retry. He's going to retry the case. But my question is this. Do you really think Bill Cosby will really have a, uh, a, a fair trial anywhere in anywhere in this country? Anywhere in this country now? After all the publicity that has gone on from the beginning of this thing, what makes him think he's going to get any type of, of, of real – uh, uh, fair conviction or even jury su- su- Selected you know, With all the uh, Why why are we even bothering to go back And try and waste taxpayers' dollars On trying to retry Bill, Bill Cosby I mean they have accomplished What they set out to do You know basically destroy his Reputation you know, ruin, ruin any chance He may have of, of working Or buying any any companies Or whatever, they've done that And they've used some very strong words To make sure that everybody knew That's what, what the deal was So why are we even Going through this anymore You know, of course we know um, the, the district attorney still You know, this one of his um, Campaign promises which helped get him Elected uh, was to go After Bill Cosby, even though originally, this this case here was sealed. It wasn't supposed to be reopened, and there was an agreement already made, and he said, no, he can't do it, and he reopened it, and now this is the um, the final verdict on it. This, well, not final verdict, but this is what the decision we have right now. Okay? So do you think, uh, P. Ross, do you think they should re- retry him, or just you know, you, they've done what they wanted to do. Unless he goes and, and does a, a, a um O.J. Simpson does something dumb and, and, you know, just gives himself to him. I think he should just leave it alone because it's not going to achieve anything else than what it already has, which, you know, was their goal from the get-go. Oh, yeah, well,
2: I, I believe that, too. I believe that uh, when he uh, put his uh, name in, in, in the hat to buy NBC, you know, that he opened the can of worms for himself. And that um, you know the man almost I think he was seventy nine almost eighty years old. What would be the point? I mean, <laughs> come on, though. It it, it I, I'm I'm quite sure he 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 knows that they that they have made it abundantly clear to him what his boundaries are. So mm. leave a man alone. Let him live the the rest of his little life that, that he has to live. What is the point? They're not going to convict him. Number one, because if, if if they have a real jury based on Constance's, you know, story and her testimony, you know, she shoots her own self in the foot with all the contradictions that she had. And it just mm-hmm. doesn't make any sense if you are a woman who has been raped or violated that you still contact your perpetrator, you know, for mm-hmm. favor. You know, you have all these text messages and all these calls. That sounds more like a jilted lover rather than somebody who has been violated. I'm sorry. I mean, that's what it sounds like, and that's what it seems like. they were really in a relationship? She got upset about something, and 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 this is 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 the fallout from, it, you know, because women can be vindictive. And I say that mm-hmm. as a woman. So for y'all, you ladies get get upset, you know. <laughs> No, you know. You know how wow. you know how we can be. So yeah, you have to look at all sides, you have to look at it from all sides. You know. So what mm-hmm. are you what are you aiming to get out of it this time? You already got paid off. Was it not enough money? You know, what mm-hmm. what are you really asking? You know, and then mm-hmm. again, you know, you just might be a a a puppet, you know, in a ploy. We don't know. You know, who's mm-hmm. pulling who's pulling her strings? You know. So we, we, you know, if we're gonna look at it, let's look at it from all sides, you know, and 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 get down to to what the real motive is in prosecuting this, you know, eighty year old man all these years later, three months or two months before the statute of limitations was gonna run out, you know. Hmm. I mean, it's it's
0: just,
2: you know, it just you know, the the duplicity of it, it's just crazy. <laughs>
1: And, and, you know, let's take a look at what Bill Cosby has has, has lost. He's been stripped of honorary degrees, removed or forced (laughs) to resign from boards of trustees, including Temple, his alma mater, which, by the way, still went to for a year for law school. Constance, she was a uh, a trainer or something, athletic trainer at Temple. You know, so Temple University is involved in this whole thing. Um, His name has been removed from buildings and scholarships. Uh, you know um, Spelman University Spelman College a history of black college in Atlanta uh, Dropped his, his endowed Professorship, you know with the comedian in the wake of you know the the revelations uh, Prestigious visiting scholar endowment was created in 1988 when the school received a 20 million dollar donation from Cosby and his wife Now see and here's where I have a problem with this Okay so and the reason why I'm reading all this is because as of today the University of Missouri has um re- stripped um their their honorary um degree from him as well. <laughs> but anyway, you know, and here's what's so interesting about this: y'all stripping all these degrees and taking his names off, but none of y'all giving his money back. Yeah. Okay.
0: You know? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh,
1: yeah. We can take yeah. your name off, but you ain't getting your money back. Oh no! Wait a uh, minute. Okay. Hold up. <laughs> you know. All right. Well, you know that was part of. It. I gave you my money, so you know you put my name. So since you taking my name, give me my money back. <laughs> give
2: me my twenty. Give me my twenty million dollars back. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Give me my money
1: back then. That ain't gonna happen. You know. Look, look, I'm I'm gonna be a little mean now and facetious, but and everybody who received a scholarship because of my money, tell them give me those degrees back as well or pay me my money. (laughs) I know that that, that's being a little mean, but I mean, let's let's be honest. You stripping this man, you know, once again, uh, fallout, fallout, fallout. But it look like the only one who's really suffering is Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know. uh, yeah, he's the only one who's really suffering. Um well I guess Bill Cosby and his family. I guess you say that and his family. But yeah. you know, it it and I've said this before about the money. You know, you take my my, my name, give me my money back. Uh so this this was a a, a set a set thing because it, let's let's look at it, and, and I man, you talked about this, P. Ross. In, in the case of the fifteen-year-old girl that says um, she was at the Playboy Mansion with Bill Cosby. Well, in that case, mm-hmm. don't don't we feel Hugh Hefner should be under some kind of charge? The girl is fifteen years old, and she had the Playboy Mansion. Now, don't tell oh, well, me you know everything was uh, was hunky dory at the Playboy Mansion. You know who Hugh Hefner? You know the ultimate uh, uh, uh giglow white guy with all the bunnies, come on now, fifteen years old what's she doing at playboy Mansion? No alcohol was around you know the uh know was some sex games going on somewhere, so why was she at the playboy mansion? Why isn't Hugh hefner um under under some type of um, ch- but see and here's another interesting uh um twist to this whole thing. Bill Cosby seems like when these charges came out, everybody ran in here. Except for um, Felicia Rashad, Rudy, um, I forgot the girl's name. But, you know, other than that, everybody else ran in here. problem. Yeah. 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 But everybody else ran in here. You know, uh, we got to dissociate ourselves with Bill Cosby now. You know, we can't afford to get why not? Why not? You was you was happy to be on his show. You was begging to be on his show or or you know, uh uh be in concert with him or when he was doing his his comedy, but now everybody running and hiding. Why? Why? The only one the only one that's not running and hiding, I would say, and I applaud him is D. L. Hughley. And I love him 'cause he he just speaking it as He is. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um if Bill don't do it, I say Camille. Hey, do to get you an attorney and all these universities that taking your name and and taking all these little honorary degrees back. Hey, sue them and give you your money back. That's right. Tell them you needed to pay your legal fees. <laughs> 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 oh Lord! I mean, <laughs> I mean um, yeah. I mean, that 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 is basically. Um the fair thing to do I would say I, I mean of course we know There's nothing fair about it Um you know and you can tell It was it was set up They wanted to convict him it, 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 They tried as hard as they could to get a Conviction but you know, Somebody on on there was like no nah, This is not making any sense at all Um and it was, so,
2: and it yeah.
1: so Now here's, here's another stickler Um about this whole thing Um the prosecutor wanted all thirty-three, thirty-three of these women to testify, okay. And the judge was like, "No, this is not going to happen. We're not going to do that." Um, so, what, what, what different was it going to be? Because if you remember when the stories first came out, they were all basically identical. Now you're like, okay. You you don't think you don't think something is just a little would be a little bit different, but the stories are all the same. Now I say maybe Bill, you know maybe Bill got away with a couple, okay, you know back then. And and once again, now I'm not making an excuse, y'all. But what I'm about to say, if you really think about it, it, makes sense. You're taking and placing 21st century morals and values. And you're trying to use them to justify something that happened in the 1970s or uh, what are the 19th, 20th century uh, morals and values in Hollywood, in Hollywood. That was known, known for things like Quaaludes, LSD. Heck, the military was shooting soldiers with LSD to see what effect it had on their brains. The military was doing it. You know? And to be honest with you, you want to know how LSD actually got out into the public? It was a soldier that they tried it on, (laughs) and it it didn't give the the uh, um, proper—he didn't get the proper response, so, you know, they went ahead and kicked him out of the military. But he had them figured out what it was, so he took it and started selling it out in in the— uh, in the on the open market, and that's how LSD got out of here. That's how LSD became such a a, a high uh, in in the um in, 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 yeah in the seventies. And to add to that, um, one of the boy named um early what is it, Erkerman? One of them, the the one guy I forgot his name, but he was throwing parties in in, in Pennsylvania once again, Pennsylvania, and this guy he was so. Set on trying to prosecute these folk, he would sit outside the house and wait till they had the parties and try and raid them to catch them. So <laughs> you know once again, you know that was the norm back then, but yet, but yet, <laughs> we want to take and put 21st century morals and values on something that that was just as part of the scene back in um, back in the '70s. Where everybody was—I mean, let's be honest—if you went into something back then, then you would just consider it a square. And we know, let's not be 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 um, naive about it <laughs> at all, because it was—it is what it is. But. Hey, that, that that's my take, and, you know, y'all heard my co host take. I see somebody got their hand up, so I guess they want to chime in on this real fast. So we'll let them in and see what they have to say before we move on to our next, next uh, topic here. All right, All number right. one, welcome to the show. Who do I have here? Hey, it's Beasley. Well, hello, Mr. Beasley. How are you, sir?
4: Pretty well.
1: Good, good,
4: uh,
0: good. Go ahead. I know you I got some
4: mix- good- about Bill Cosby You know, some okay. of those women You know, they're 30 years late But, you know, there's a whole lot of smoke I hope he gets out I hate to see his, you know stress and everything that he's going through I hate to see that happen With an old man like that I don't know why people would make 30 years But he might have done some of those things But, and I don't think there's any difference In between the morality of the 70s uh, And the morality now Drugging women has always been wrong uh, and frowned upon. Uh, voluntarily taking drugs, um, that goes on. Yeah. Who knows?
0: But, but, you, know, but you, mentioned
4: point... you mentioned LSD. You mentioned LSD. I'm going to tell you a quick story about a friend of mine. Mm-hmm. I had a friend of mine who was older than me. He was a master sergeant in Vietnam. And his mm-hmm. job as master sergeant, he was in charge of supplies. And the only person he answered to was a colonel. And a colonel was really important as far as supplies. So naturally, my friend had access to everything. And he said he sold everything, and he sent a lot of money back home, right?
1: Right, uh, uh, right. He right.
4: was profiteering in the war. said he mm-hmm. made a $100,000, sent home $100,000. He was living like a king in Vietnam. Well, anyway, when he said he got back from Vietnam— he was a little screwed in the head, and he was drinking and smoking and partying a lot. And he said he wasn't scared of nothing mm-hmm. He's down in uh, Texas. Okay. Well, he said these white dudes came up to him in the bar. They said, hey, G.I., hey, man, we got some new stuff for you, man. You should check it out, man. Man, it is really something else, man. Here, we take this sugar cube, and we put this drop there on it, man. Now try this out. He said, oh, man, give me a break, man. That ain't nothing, man. I was snorting heroin and and Da Nang and doing this and doing that and smoking Thai weed. That ain't nothing. He said, give me two of them. Mm -hmm. He said he took two of those those sugar cubes, and then he got on the road, left the bar, and drove towards his house where his wife was. He said they had a beautiful house in the suburbs of Houston and brand-new cars, you know, he just a $100,000 out of the war in 1968 money. He said, lo and behold, he was on that freeway for about 25 minutes, and a tiger jumped on the hood of the car.
0: I said, well, what did yep. you
4: do? I said, yep. what did you do? He said, what the hell you think I did? I pulled out my gun, and I emptied the, <laughs> emptied the clip on him. I said, you emptied the clip on the tiger? He said, right through yep. the windshield. He said, yep. so he drove the car home. His wife came outside and said, Jimmy, Jimmy, what's wrong with the car? He said, you know what's wrong with the car? I got a tiger after me. She said, oh, mm. really? Give me the gun. He said he gave her the gun, and she put him in the study in the other room. He said he fought mm-hmm. that tiger all weekend.
1: Lord, have mercy. <laughs> and tore the whole room up. Yeah. Because, <laughs> you don't, and... and and when the military was trying it, that that was their purpose to see if it would cause the, the you know, uh, soldiers to become more aggressive. That's what they, that's what they were trying it for. Um, however, he, shot, he, fought the tiger, he fought the tiger that wasn't there. Yeah. Uh, but however, what it did was it, it chilled them out more than anything. Uh, you, you know, like you said, the hallucinations also. And that's why they were like, no, nah, we can't do that. It was part of, um, um, uh, what is it? MK Ultra. Yeah, that's what it was part of. That was part of well, that program. Yeah.
4: You know what? He said it wasn't given to him directly by the military, since they went to the bar. But who knows? Those guys could have been connected to the military. Of course. Yeah. He said it was a military bar that he was at.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So, who knows? That's...
4: I just thought yeah. it was a
1: funny. <laughs> I know it is. And then there's more stories about it, you know. And thank you, Beasley. You know, I'm gonna go ahead and put you back in the queue for a moment, all right? Because most of what I talk about, thank hey, that. That was a very good, good. That was a funny story. It really was. And a lot of that went on, though. It, it really did. A lot of that went on. So, you know. And, and my point is, you know, uh, I guess back to Bill Cosby. Yeah, you know, you take a look at LHD, and then you talk about uh, uh, Benadryl. Yeah, well, uh, I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I'm looking at it wrong, but that's the way I feel. You know, this it just uh, something doesn't smell right about it. You know what I mean? Um, uh, Oswald Stanley Oswald Osley, I think that's the guy's name was. Yeah, Stanley Os- uh, uh, Yeah, but anyway, yeah. Um, and <laughs> come to find out Out there with Beasley uh, The San Francisco area He started San Francisco area hippie movement Yeah, during the 60s Yeah, yeah <laughs> But anyway Anyway, so um, Yeah, you know So that that's what that was going on I see somebody else want to comment on this as well So let's bring them in, give them a chance Alright, Triple One, welcome right. to the show Who do I have here? Hey, Eric, it's Joe, how you doing? I'm doing good, Joe. How are you?
5: Okay, okay. I just heard you mention Benadryl, and I thought you were going to talk about it. I don't know about that drug. What's that drug do?
1: Well, I mean, that's what Bill Cosby said. He gave um, Constance some Benadryl. You know, and she said it incapacitated her to where uh, he was able to do, you know, whatever he wanted to with her. So what do you think about that?
5: Uh, so that's not the regular date, uh, date rape drug then, huh?
1: Well, it was back then in the 70s, apparently, with oh, <laughs> Bill okay.
5: Cosby. Uh, well, I don't know about the allegations against Cosby. I mean, where, there's a, where there is a lot of smoke, there may be some fire. And right. who knows? He might have done some of the rapes that he's accused of, but I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of women came out of the woodwork just to see if they can get some money. But to even rape one woman. Using a drug to incapacitate her, to make her feel as though she's a zombie, and so that he can do anything he wants to her, that is a crime, and he should pay for that. But if any, okay. but if any woman are coming out and um, and making false allegations against him, they should be held mm. accountable for that too. Mm. Okay.
1: You know, I I see your point, Joe. I I really do. I see your point on that, and I'm not saying. Uh, Okay, Joe, I'm going to have to put you in the queue because you got a lot of noise going on. All right? Okay. Um, now I, I understand your point, Joe. And, and I'm not I'm not uh, justifying rape or anything like that. However, what I am saying is, uh, <laughs> you know, just something stinks about this situation with Cosby going on. I'm not saying he didn't do some of it because I'm sure he did, <laughs> you know, and, but – you know, as me and P. Ross says, uh, say a lot, a lot of time. Also, you know, if that was the case, then why go back? Why go back and then put yourself through the same thing again? Right? Yeah. And, yeah. See, I, I think that's that's the part with this. Okay, let's let's go on and clarify this. With this case right here, Constant, this case right here, that is that he's on trial for. That's what I'm talking about right here. This case here, it just doesn't sound right. Now, you know, honestly, he should go to jail for messing with Janice Dickinson anyway. Because that's one of uh, <laughs> I ain't going to say that. But, you know, if he stooped that low, <laughs> yeah, he'd be, he be gone and, and do some time for that anyway. Because <laughs> that, that's what I tell you. But anyway,
2: <laughs>
1: yeah, so, man, huh?
2: You know you're wrong. Huh? You know you're I know. wrong. I know, I
0: know.
1: <laughs> 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 I mean, but really,
0: man. Oh, Lord, have mercy. Moving out. moving on. I, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, no. oh, no. oh.
1: <laughs> Wait a minute, Joe, want to get one more thing here real fast. All right, go ahead, Joe.
5: <laughs> yeah, you were about to say she's the ugliest thing since who knows what.
0: But <laughs> I right was. now she doesn't, she doesn't look
5: like much. But back then, I think before she had plastic surgery, she was um, she was decent looking. And she was the first. She called herself the supermodel. She says she's the one that coined the term.
1: Yeah, yeah. I know. I know. But, you know, even <laughs> trying to imagine her before then, it still isn't a priest. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord, have mercy. But, hey, you know, hey, she she probably, like you say, Joe, one of the ones that's trying to get a little cash, um, get a little cash as well. So it is what it is. It is what it is. All right. Let's move right along. We'll move right along. Here's another interesting little article. Uh And, um, (laughs) yeah, um, this one deals with a mega church in Detroit, uh, the Detroit world outreach. And basically what they have going on is a widow and the church is fighting over money and a mansion, which is very, very interesting. Now, I mean, this mansion is a, oh my goodness, a $3 million mansion, y'all $3 million mansion, uh, and uh, the pastor, Benjamin Guybert, you know, he died of a heart attack on the 28th of February. Um, but his widow wants to, you know, she wants to take control of the church um, from the board, the church board of elders. Uh, however, the, they're like, nope, that's not happening. We're not going to let you. So uh, they're going, they, they, they're, they, it's actually in court right now. You know, th- that the church actually had a... Um, what what that thing is? Uh, 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 help me out, P. Ross. You know what I'm talking right. about. Uh, uh, re- temporary restraining order placed yeah, on her, and actually, order. yeah, and actually had her escorted out the church one Sunday, uh, <laughs> one Sunday morning, because they say she had just kept coming up there um, interfering in services. Uh, you know, and this is a huge church, man. It you know, church has more than fifteen million dollars worth of assets. And it, there's a big, big, big um, fight going on. Now, Pete Ross going to explain it to you a little bit better than I can. However, you know, the pastor, the bishop himself, he left policies to take care of everything. But, of course, you know how it is when it comes to, to, to big insurance policies and cash. You know, people just forget, you know, I won't say their place. But you know that causes a whole lot of a, a nonsense to happen. So go ahead and break it down to, to the listeners, P. Ross, because you, you you know me and you talked about it, and you headed down completely. So go ahead. <laughs> well, yeah,
2: what had happened with with uh, um, this this particular church DWO was that the board the, the border elders, you know, they they what they told her was that um, she could remain in the mansion until the youngest child graduated from high school. And that monies were set aside to provide for her for all of her life. See? So so provision for her is, is not an issue. Where she's going to live is not even an issue. It's just that when Bishop Jaber died, you know, a lot of people left. They had like over 900 members left, and offering went down. And the church stands from this point of view is saying that, hey, we can't afford to keep paying $225,000 a month, you know, for this mansion. We don't have it. But yet still, as of right now, they're still paying it, you know, they're still paying, you know, the mortgage on, on, on that mansion, which she still lives in until, you know, a judge decides what's going, you know, going to be done. Another another thing was that the bishop left, um, I think it was a $950,000 life insurance policy um, for her, and that's just her portion of it. The rest, the other half, was going to the church, was going to the ministry. He had actually written everything out, set everything up. Furthermore, she keeps saying that she was the assistant pastor. According to their records and what DWO is saying, and they say they have the documents to prove it, that before her husband died, Bishop Gebert died, he, um, he demoted her from assistant pastor to assistant to the pastor. Now, that's a big difference because, you know, you're not the next in line to be pastor. You are an assistant to the pastor. And it was basically because of her racial outbursts against some members that were in the church. Another thing, she she uh, betrayed confidences of some of the members in the church when they went and had meeting with the bishop or had meetings with the, the pastor and, and she was there. She divulged, you know, or broke that confidentiality, which in, in clergy, just as it is with a lawyer, you're not, you know, you're not supposed to do. So these are some of the reasons that, she was demoted to assistant to the pastor rather than assistant pastor. It was never going to be a time, even if the man would have lived, that she was ever going to be the pastor over that behavior. So her fight, it seems, is is not necessarily about the finances uh, or even about the mansion, but primarily about position because she wants to be the pastor of the church. When, you know, like I said, according to the Board of Elders, her husband made it abundantly clear that she was not an assistant pastor, but only an assistant to the pastor. Furthermore, you know, if if, if we want to look at it, her conduct is unbecoming a woman of God. She's creating chaos and uproar in the house of God, and, and you know, because she can't have her way. You know, even in, you know, if it, 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 if we even want to look at the scriptures, you know, we just go to um, 1 Corinthians um, 14, you know, when Paul is talking to them about uh, um, um, the order, you know, setting order in the church. And starting at 1 Corinthians um, 14 and 33, he said, because God is not the author of confusion, which she is creating. She has created a lot of confusion. The board of elders just wanted to settle the matter quietly. You know, they were having meetings with the constituents. They didn't even want the body of Christ there to know that all of this stuff was going on, you know. And 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 they tried to you know just go work with her and settle everything and outline you know what the bishop you know his directives were, and she just was not accepting of that and began to make videos and post them on social media, and that's how this got all out in, in into the public. She did this. The church didn't do it. She did this. She hmm. is just removing all this chaos and confusion because she wants to be the pastor. That's the bottom line. Now, that's what I get, get read into it. If you watch the videos, you can see that that, you know, that that is the motivating factor for all of this. But anyway, right. First Corinthians 13, says, for God is not the author of confusion, but of peace as in all churches of the saints. Let your women keep silent. This is why pa- Paul said this, because of this type of behavior. Let your women keep silent in the churches, for it is not permitted unto them to speak, but they are commanded to be under obedience, as also saith the law. And if they will learn anything, let them ask their own husbands at home, for it is a shame for a woman to speak in the church. And this is what he was addressing the church of Corinth for. these, This type of behavior, these types of outbursts, these types of, you know, emotional malice because you can't get what you want. See? So this is what, this is what he, he, you know, he's saying, you know, and then, you know, even, even when, when, when he speaks, you know, further on in verse, if you, if you keep reading on down, when you get to, um, hang on a second here, um, when you get further down in 39 and 40, you know, it said, let all things be done decently and in order. And the way mm. that she is handling things is not decent, and it definitely is not in order. It would have mm. been better if she had just been silent, like he said, and if she were being slighted. If the church was trying to get something over her, then pray and seek God's face and allow him to move those obstacles out of her way. But she's doing it out of her own cardinality because she wanted to appoint her children in offices in the ministry. Now, this is one thing that you need to realize. This church has been here for 82 years. This is not a church or a ministry that her husband built up himself. He was appointed Mm. as the pastor where Mm. ordinance and protocol was already set up for the appointment of a pastor in lieu of them losing a pastor. So the same protocol that they're following now was the same protocol that they, you know, had when the bishop was appointed. So now, why do you want to buck the system? See, nobody owes you anything, first of all. You know, you ought to be thankful for God that something, provision has been set aside for you, and like they say, for life, you know, but because you want the pulpit, see. See, and, 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 And too many people in the wrong spirit have pulpit envy because they want to be in the front, you know. They want to be the one getting all, you know, all the glory. But glory is, is only due to God and not to you. And and that's what people have to realize. It's not about being in the pulpit because when you get there, believe me, you are not going to want all of that responsibility. See, so so she really needs to, in my, this, this is how I feel, this is how I think, and God forgive me if I'm wrong. She, she really needs to get back on her knees and get back in the face of God and get a contrite heart and a right spirit, you know, and ask God to, you know, to to mend some of the brokenness in her and bring her back down to where she should be, you know, because that's not her place. That's not her place, you know. And even her husband made it abundantly clear. So you just don't get to usurp authority just to have your way, you know. So I, you know, like you said, you okay. got to do you got to do all things be done in decency and order. So you know, she, in my opinion, she's out of place.
1: Okay. Now you have covered a whole lot of stuff that has been an issue in the church for a long time. Especially when you cover that piece about women in the church, especially being in the pulpit. Um oh, yeah. I, I think I think this is, is this is an example of why uh young people today have no use for Especially not mega churches. You know, or church yeah. to, to get, because they see this type of activity going on. You know, um especially if she's uh, uh giving confidences away of uh individuals who come to speak with the pastor or the bishop or what have you. Even her. Uh-huh. You know, that, yeah. that's you know, just something, you know, uh, short of a crime when I think they still have some type of um confidentiality clause or whatever yeah, with a, that as well. The, you know so y- y- you look at this thing and she's definitely out of order um she's causing a lot of turmoil and i, I think that the board of elders are really being patient with her and they're really uh uh doing well they're <laughs> doing well because i i remember a story uh not too long ago in georgia where not only did the the bishops locked the doors and keep the pastor out that they, you know, had just got rid of um, the, the other deacons that was on his side, they locked him out as well. And it was a big thing about that. So this is not a, 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 a uh, singular incident. However, it is something that really needs to be addressed and, and addressed. Uh, Cause I think you really hit it on the head and um you know, in order, in order, decent and in order. And right now it is not, and a lot of, you know, it, it's more about being seen, being seen, and want, want position, you know, and, and that's often said. You know, it, a lot of people in, in so-called church, especially the the big, big mega churches, they're seeking position instead of um, salvation. And, and and you know eventually it shows this it it shows this ugly head, it really does, and here's a prime example yeah. I really don't think she really care about the church when you know as long as she can still keep the big mansion, keep the money coming and and, and say that she's over you know uh this church she she'll be happy. Um, you know, she's, she's done her little videos and things and I put three videos in the chat room for anybody who wants to go and, um, download the link and take a look at, you know, what's going on, but yeah, this is, is completely wrong. And it's sad to see that's go, that's going on, but I'm sure we're, we're about to see a lot more of it because I think what's about what's going on now is, uh, a lot of the, the, the wrongness and, and the evilness that are, um, in some of these churches are beginning to be shown. uh, I guess that's a good word to to say, you know, is being revealed. No, that's the word right there. It's being revealed. So, you know, you just have to pay attention because, I mean, it's not like this hasn't been foretold uh, already. So you just have to pay attention and notice what's going on. Now, that's the, that's the, the, the Christian um, um, <laughs> biblical uh, nice side of it. Now, where I come from back in the day, uh, she would have came home one day and all her stuff had been out the mansion, on the front yard, in front of the high mansion, uh, <laughs> doors locked, gates locked, and look, you want to cause all this trouble, then there you go. Move on. You know, so I I think that, you know, I really think that the Board of Elders are, 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 you know, being patient and they're doing things the way it's supposed to be done. Because I know back in the day, she's just been out there. (laughs) And that's all I'm going to say about that. She would have been out there, way out there, you know. Um, It's interesting, though, because I, I would like to know what her background really was, you know. And I guess just out of curiosity, you know, did she come from... A low income background. I'm not going to say a, a, a hood rat. So I'm going to say a low income background. You, just you
0: know. Said hood <laughs> <then>. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be nice. <laughs> 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 I it. It. <laughs> I mean, you just put it out there. <laughs>
1: uh, you know, and uh, you know what? You know what was her frame of mind growing up? I, I'm just wondering, you know, to where she she at this point now? To where she just feels that you know she has to act this way, you know, over over over. You know what? It kind of goes with what I was talking about at the beginning of the show. Uh, Want to be happy? You know, maybe yeah. she feels that she needs to be happy. And she's just out there in left field. That's why I was wondering, you know, and I'm going to say it just like I was saying it. You know, was she a hood rat? And he came and got her, found her somewhere, cleaned her up and, you know, taught her little things here and there. And now, you know, when when it's time to, um, <laughs> you know, now when when everything is, he's gone, she's reverting back to where she was, you know, gold dig a hood rat. I'm sorry, I'm not, you know, I'm saying maybe, I'm not calling the woman out, well, I guess I am, but anyway, you know, that's just my take on it, okay, I'm going to leave it alone at that, because I I don't understand it, though, but Joe got something he want to add to this, let me go ahead and bring him in real fast, all right, Joe, go ahead.
4: Yeah, you were mentioning
5: happiness, now, I don't remember Uh if it was on your show, maybe it was on the Emperor, um, Empress show. But I forgot the guy's name. He used to, well, he had a big fight with Beasley about a year or so ago. But he mentioned something which I thought was, in its simplicity, was kind of profound about happiness because that discussion at the time was about happiness and is to um, enjoy, uh, want what you already have. A lot of people have aspirations to attain something which they believe will make them happy, but in reality it won't make them happy. They'll get what they uh, were looking for, and then they'll look for something else. They'll look for the next shiny bauble because they don't know what it will take to make them happy. So people have to really um, look inside themselves and try to find out what in reality should and would really make them happy. Because a lot of times, most people, I think you'll probably agree, when they're looking for happiness, they're looking in all the wrong places. What
1: do you think?
2: Yeah. Say what? He said that most of the time when people are looking for happiness, they're looking in all the wrong places. I, I just say, yeah, they are. Most for the yeah. most part.
1: Yeah. Well, not for the most part.
2: <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> yeah.
5: You know, like looking yeah. for love in all the wrong places. People don't know what yeah. it takes to really be happy, and. A lot of times when people just settle down, sometimes the the poorest people are very happy, and sometimes the richest people are very happy. And you just have to have, I guess, rational expectations about what it is that's going to make you happy. There was a time when for the nation as a whole, for people in general to be happy, what they really wanted was to be married, have kids, live in a good neighborhood, and save money. But nowadays, because the economy is bad and because people are divided, you know, about the presidency and about politics in general, and there are issues going on at work, at, um, you know, at home, people kind of find it hard to be happy. And they should just settle down and, you know, try to find out what will make me happy.
1: Mm. You, you know, Joe, um, you you make some great points. And um I kind of touched on that at the, the beginning of the show. Uh you know, uh back Maybe. in the day, back in the day, uh, um more families, you know, they had less. Okay, they had less, uh worked harder, but they had a spiritual foundation uh that that they could drain that, that they, they could pull from, that they can pull from. Um as we have become, as society today has become more technologically advanced, uh, our morals and values have changed somewhat, and we don't have that, that, that spiritual foundation uh, to pull from. Uh, well, no, let me change that. A lot of families no longer uh, look toward a spiritual foundation to pull from. I'm not going to say it's not there because it is but they do not look for that anymore because they have gotten caught up in the materialistic uh uh view of what makes supposed to make someone happy um you know I know you Joe, you are atheist uh no I'm sorry agnostic I'm sorry so uh but you do believe in a um a deity you do so you know you have that to pull from uh but you know when when you're lacking any type of spiritual foundation, uh, happiness will not be found. I don't care how how much money you have, how much big your house, how many cars you have, how many degrees you have, because you do not have that foundation that is going to sustain you. Uh, You're just basically spinning your wheels, going in circles. Because, you know, you're going through doors, you're you're closing doors, you're going back through the same doors, you're just going in circles because you, you have no guidance. And there's no way for you to uh, achieve peace within. Um, so I think in order for you to be happy, you've got to have that spiritual foundation, and, and that would help you find uh, the elusive happiness that, that everyone seeks. I mean, that's my opinion. Go ahead, Pete Ross. I know you got a little to add to it.
2: No, you 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 hit it because you know I already you know I talked about that on at, at, at the beginning you know and and you are exactly right and un, 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 unless you know you 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 find that you know you, you know it, you know unless you find you know God in and and know Him personally and have that 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 personal relationship. You know, and allow him, you know, just basically die to what you want to do and die to your will and die to what you, you know, think how you think and how you see things. You know, P you'll never have peace because you're still going to be spinning your wheels. You're still going to be running around in, in circles thinking that, that you can do it. I used to tell my kids this. I tell my kids this some years and years ago. I say, you see, y'all keep doing the same thing and expecting different results. That's like having a cake recipe. And you keep following the recipe and – the cake keep coming out nasty.
0: You know,
2: <laughs> it's time to change the recipe.
0: Mm-hmm. You know,
2: you know you got to change. You got to change the way you see things. You got to change the way you, you you're, you're doing things. And basically, if you don't have Christ in your life, that's what we're doing. That's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. You know? right. And 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 you know, as I said at the beginning of the show, you know, you have to go back to the, to the one who created you. You know, because he knows how to fix whatever is wrong with you. You know. I mean, we don't we don't we don't we don't, you know, take our Mercedes, you know, to the Ford dealer to fix it. You know. We take it to Mercedes, you know, to see what's wrong with our car. If we want it fixed right. Now if we want a temporary fix, you know, we might take it to a shade tree mechanic, you know. But then again Mm -hmm. we're we're gonna be right back there because the problem is not you know fixed sufficiently The way that it needs to be So mm-hmm. we have to go back To the originator to the one who created us You know And and, and, and find out who we are Because basically you're just in an identity crisis God says we can have all of these things But there are conditions In, in how we can Obtain them and have True peace and true happiness You know because that's all happiness is Is being at peace with, with, with your own self And your surroundings So
1: thus is so true. All right. <laughs> All right. So that's that's, you know, our take on it anyway. Um, let's move right along here. Uh here's a a, a good one that I, I think a lot of people just um let slide by. Uh you know, are y'all aware that uh we we really are on the verge of World War Three here in, in, in this on this earth. We really are. Um For those that don't know, the United States shot down a Syrian jet the other day. Uh, First time in, what, 20 years that they actually had a, 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 I guess what you call it, a battle in the air where they actually shot down another jet. Well, you know, as we've been saying before, um, um, I see you, Joe. Um, As we've been saying before, uh, you know, this, this thing with Russia has really been simmering or, or it's not even simmering anymore. It's really kinda hot between the the, the political uh, election hacking to Russia supporting um Assad, the Syrian uh, regime in the United States supporting the rebels, the Syrian rebels fighting against Assad, but they're trying to work with Russia to, you know, to, to do a ceasefire so forth and so on. But Russia said, look, it's like this. You shot down the Syrian jet. All right. From now on if we see a coalition plane, i.e. a USA plane, uh, and it's in um, air-to-air combat, we're going to shoot it down. That's basically what they said. So um, it's going to get real interesting. Now, let's not forget that we already – we already, um, the United States Navy, China, Russia, they already been having issues out in the South China Sea over these little islands. You know, where Russian planes and Chinese planes been buzzing, um, U.S. ships and carrying on out there, naval naval ships. So it, it's getting really tight, tight. Um, so um, prayer is needed. I'm, I'm not going to – prayer is needed because, you know, the, the final days are upon us, and people aren't really paying attention. That's the show. The sheep just still don't get it. But, hey, it is it, going on. Uh go ahead, P. Ross, if I let Joe come in real fast. All right, go ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, go ahead, Joe. Yeah, I know you got a lot to say on this one. <laughs> well,
5: I know that World War III is probably imminent. Um I don't know how it's gonna be fought, and that's the scary part. Now if it's gonna be just a conventional warfare between us and the Russians, how is that gonna be fought on whose territory? can't be fought on the Russian territory because that would mean World War III firing off uh, ballistic missiles from Russia onto the United States. It won't be fought on the United, uh, United States soil because there's nothing around us in our hemisphere that's threatening us. So where is the conventional warfare going to take place? Now, as you mentioned, it could be out there in the South China Sea, but that means that would involve China. And if that involves China, who's to say that they won't fire missions at, uh, missiles at the United States or at one of our satellites? I'm not talking about satellites up in the sky. I'm talking about one of our satellites um, that's around the perimeters surrounding these countries. So, yeah, but the scary part is, are the ICBMs coming? Or will it be boots on the ground in somebody else's backyard again? Now, don't forget... We're over there in Russia's backyard. They're not over here in ours. Putin said about a month or so ago that any time you can take your finger and just randomly pick a spot on the United, uh, on the globe, and the United States is trying to fix the election of that particular company uh, of that particular country. We are the meddlers. We are what we accuse. Uh, Russia obeying, we're the ones that are trying to control the world, or whoever's trying to control the United States is trying to control the world using the United States as a proxy. But in any case, our military, uh, our, let's say the you know, the United States, I don't want to say our military, the United States military, uh, they're the ones that are conducting this global um, outreach and global imperialism in trying to conquer the world. We don't have to be in any of these countries, we don't have to be in Iraq, we don't have to be in Afghanistan, except for natural resources, uh, sh- shipping rights, and oil and oil and uh, and water. So we're over there for that. But we could, if we were a country that wasn't um, imperialistic, we could negotiate with these countries for what we need, just as we're doing now. We could negotiate with the countries. For rare minerals, <clears throat> for um, natural resources, for shipping rights, and at the same time maintain a good economy back here at home. But no, we have to have um, Congress in the pockets of um, of the globalists, and they they need chaos. <clears throat> Excuse me. So. As far as I'm concerned, the United States government, and they're just puppets of the Rothschilds, the Rockefellers, and the banks. And that's my opinion.
1: And your opinion is correct, Joe. And you brought up a, a very um, good point that I was going to bring up as well. Because um, as of last year, we moved troops into Poland and Ukraine. Uh, Lithuania as well in Eastern Europe, and that's because you know uh, those those the Eastern Europe they're worried about Russia. Now, let's say uh, United States and Russia, you know they they have a so quote unquote little battle going on. I think it's going to be waged more or less in the Syria, um, in Syria. Now, when you when you start factoring in China. Okay, then you got to really think about North Korea. Okay, and that that region right there. But the wild card in all that is Japan. And the reason why I say that, because Japan <laughs> as interesting as it is, has come out and said if the United States mess with North Korea, they will um react. So that I mean so what what is what is that gonna happen? You got as you say, South Korea. South Korea right there. And then you have Troops that stationed in Japan, so you know it'll be very, very interesting how 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 that that that's gonna um uh, uh how kind of what word am I looking for um work out you know that 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 really is and then you know you you think about um <laughs> you you think about uh here in the United States uh do you got to think about Saudi Arabia. Iran so once again you got Iran involved so it is it's wow <sighs> I don't know Joe it, it's gonna be it's it's an interesting conundrum that's a good word y'all conundrum I'm gonna have to write that down once I learn how to spell it but anyway <laughs> you know that, that is very interesting um how it's gonna work out uh but l- let's not forget uh we are all of, spread out all over the world we are um Little is it known right now. The Philippines military is fighting ISIS over in that country, so I, you know we have troops over there as well. Even though the, the little president over there has been talking big smack, you know, in these last year anyway. So we, we, it's, it's going to be interesting to see exactly what's what's going to happen um, here within the next few years. At, I say a few years, but it's probably be sooner than that. Um, I really don't think. Either one want them. And see, here's here's where the chess play, chess match comes in, because I don't believe anybody wants to make the quote-unquote first move. You know, it would be, be um, deemed the aggressor. <laughs> but technically speaking, the United States is the aggressor, you know, because we always got to go and mellow somebody's stuff. I'm sorry, y'all. I'm just going to put it out there as it is. Uh, <laughs> let me break Joe back in real fast. Go ahead, Joe. I
5: hear you. Yeah. Um, you're right. The United States is the aggressor, and nobody wants to draw first blood because once you do that, then the, uh, the victim of that first blood, they're going to have almost no choice but to retaliate, even if they don't really want to. I think it's an, um, it's an expression of restraint to have Russia not retaliate against the United States um, shooting down the Syrian jet. That's something which can be set for Putin and a lot of people like Putin i just think Putin is a KGB murderer who murdered his way up to the presidency of the um, of the of the russians and he's every, he's every bit as aggressive as stalin was or pol pot and it's estimated that putin's really worth about 20 billion dollars which doesn't surprise me because if you're going to Murder your way up to the top of these countries. You're going to do that for a reason. It's not there, and you're not doing it for the reason of spreading democracy for your citizens. You're there to get as much power and as much money as you possibly can. And so it doesn't surprise me that, you know, he's probably maybe worth 20 billion. I heard that Stalin was worth about 20 billion back in the 1940s. So Mm
0: -hmm.
5: it's not surprising. But whoever does the The most egregious first act—they're the ones that are really saying, "Okay, come retaliate." Mm -hmm. You know the United States will probably retaliate because I think. Well, we still have the neocons. The neocons want war. They've always wanted war, and just because Bush was replaced by Obama doesn't mean the neocons went away.
1: I agree wholeheartedly on that. I really do. Um, P. Ross, you got anything you want to add?
2: No, yeah, pretty much on target about you know, as, as far as the countries that will you know will get involved in, and they, and 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 the only other thing is that you know we know that Northern Korea has been testing missiles you know for for distance and and you have to reason that you know they're trying to they're trying to ensure that that missile can reach the United States so you know. And you
1: you you know um, when it comes to North Korea and those missiles, I think that's more of a um, uh uh, uh how, what word am I looking for a rouse ruse or whatever you want to call it. What a media I think you think? Yeah, well, and this is what I'm saying is, I don't think they're really testing it to to travel that far. You know, when you know you got South Korea right there with as many American soldiers there as you know as you can, as they have. It, it wouldn't serve them. It would, really wouldn't serve them in pers- uh, uh, purpose to try and shoot one all the way to the United States. I mean, it'll get shot down. Let's be honest. That'll get shot down. But when you right there across the border, right there, that, that 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 can do do more damage than anything. Because in South Korea, that's one of the biggest um, personnel deployments that we have. It is. You see them? Yeah. And is. plus, we We're constantly sending um, units from the United States there for during rotations. So it's one thing. It's like I'm gonna throw this rock across this this river right here, you know, just to see to get you to see how far I can throw it. But in actuality, I'm just gonna throw it, you know, right across the road and do more damage that way. Mm -hmm. And there's another
5: thing too. If if they launch a missile against the United States, we're not just gonna send troops against, well, I think it was the 53rd parallel, to cross the 53rd parallel to go into North Korea, we will be sending ICBMs um, against North Korea. Now, that's something China will not tolerate. China doesn't like North Korea, according to the reports that I've read, but that doesn't mean they want, you know, nuclear explosions right on the, you know, right on the, the border of China. Mm-hmm. So if this is what happens when you have a country like the United States or any other country sticking its nose in everybody's business, trying to be so-called policemen of the world, when in reality they're just trying to conquer
1: the world. This is what happens. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree with you uh, 250%. Now, here, here's the, uh, another very interesting um, scenario also. If North Korea does decide to make any type of move, it will not be during the summer. It will not be during the summer. And I know y'all say, why not? Because it, it, it's, it's harder for them to move during the summer. Now, anyone who's been at, um uh, stationed over in Korea knows uh, during the winter time the, the rivers and, you know, things freeze over, which gives them direct a direct route into South Korea. Okay, this stuff, you know, most people don't know. But I'm telling you now. OK, so don't don't buy the hype about what's happening during the summertime, because um, during the wintertime is is when it will really kick off if it's going to happen in that part of the, you know, that part of the world. I'm, I'm just saying um, so.
5: Yeah, I think North Korea is the wild card. I don't know if he's as nuts as the media uh, paints him to be, because the media in itself is nuts and just full of fake news. But um, who knows? And we, you know, all these countries are doing their saber-rattling, and they should. The United States government, if you take a look at the classified documents, they're the ones that keep sticking their nose in everybody else's business, although they say it's for democracy, it's really just to get a foothold into the country's politics in order for them to have uh, to fill the pockets of defense contractors and to uh, get some kind of control over their resources. That's Damn. why the United States is doing what it's doing, and the poor, the poor slobs called Americans always believe that it's for democracy well if if the other countries wanted democracy, they would introduce democracy themselves and they wouldn't need the united states to come over there and you know like in in iraq and kill people in the name of democracy you know and you mentioned syria you know what this uh the one thing that we have to worry about here in the united states is going to be syrian refugees i predict in the next ten years with the Syrian refugees coming over here as a result of the United Nations mandates, that the Syrian refugees are going to be the worst mob that ever existed in the history of the United States. They're going to Mm. be worse than the Italian mob, the Colombian mob, the Mexican Mm. mob, and the Russian mob. Why do I Mm. say that? Because the Syrians, people don't seem to realize, yeah, the refugees, they're refugees because England... And Germany, France, and primarily the United States has bombed them out of their homes. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So if you bomb, yeah. if you kill their families, destroy their neighborhoods, see and let and have these people see their children die, and then you bring them over to the country
4: that did it.
5: Did what do you think they're going to do?
0: <laughs> you think they're gonna say, "Oh,
5: thank God, we're in the we're in the belly of the beast. We're in the country that killed my father, my mother, and my son." Thank God, give me a
1: break, right? <laughs> oh, and you're absolutely correct. You're absolutely correct. You know, I'm laughing because I'm looking at. Uh, something in the chat room from NFL podcast and it says field mongering will get us nothing, son. Uh, of course, you know, they roll out on me, but, uh, <laughs> it, 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 it's, you know, it, it's interesting, you know, how the sheeple keep falling for that, that, that same, same, um, um, logic Well, it's field mongering It's race baiting. No, it's fact. Okay. It's fact. Uh, the reason why we're in Eastern Europe right now and why Russia is so busy trying to fight on the sour side is because there's a pipeline, oil pipeline that's supposed to run through that region. See, it people is. don't realize. Yeah, people don't realize that, and that is a big, big, big um, supply line that that that's, that they fight. They're really fighting over, but nobody's going to say that because they don't want you to realize that it's over oil, once again, like everything else in that region. When we go over, that. see, and Georgia, we've talked about this on the show quite often. The United States never gets involved in anything unless they can profit from it. They have to be able to get something out of it. Simple. You know, <laughs> the only reason why we don't have a bigger presence in Africa is because the warlords ch- changed the turn the tables. You know, i.e., Black Hawk down, you know. So, I mean, that kind of that kind of backed the Americans up a little bit like, um, yeah, we may need to do something else a little different here. You know, because the warlords were like, no, nah, y'all just not going to come here and bully your way through here. You know, um, <laughs> I don't know somebody called me a bad name. I felt it in my spirit then, but it's OK. I'm just telling you the way it is. But, um, you know, so yeah, this, this situation, this situation uh, worldwide is is very interesting. But, of course, if you listen to media and what have you, you know, they're, they're spinning it a certain way to make to get um the, the citizens in a rah-rah, you know, the chant, USA, 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 while, you know, the politicians back there laughing like, yep, we got them again. <laughs> we got them again, you know, and they get to do what they want to do. Just that simple.
5: That's it. I mean, the politicians, um, They they, people think they run the country. They don't run the country. As a matter of fact, the new health bill that came out that's sponsored by the GOP, it was um, written up by only 13 senators. Only 13 people um, yeah. were allowed to take a look at this bill. Now, why only 13? Why 13 out of the 50? What happened to the, uh, um, to the other 37? I mean, the <laughs> other uh, 100 senators. To the other 87? What well, you happened know to that? why How come only a certain number? Because, because the fix is in. Yeah, yeah.
1: I'm going to say, plus there's things on the back end of it that, that's included that nobody else needs to know about. You know, <laughs> what they call it, the farm bills or the pork pork bills or what have you. Yeah, you know, they always pass stuff like that attached to other things. They just yeah, tell the you what pork. the yeah. main thing is. Yeah. But the back, on the back end, they have some things that are just not right. Okay, just not right uh, Let's see, one last thing I'm talk about here real fast Congressional Black Congress Caucus um, You know, they were supposed to meet with Donald Trump uh, Earlier this year, earlier, during his administration But, it, you know, told him, nope, we're not doing that Well, Omaroso, Rosa, whatever her name is Invited, um, you know, the Congressional Black Congress To come to the White House again And basically what the Congressional Black Congress told them Stick it in your ear we're not doing it (laughs) Basically what they say is we're not Coming to the White House so we can just have Another photo op you know until you Change what your administration is doing So far you know we have nothing to Talk about and I actually applaud The Congressional Black Congress because Finally that means they've stood up to Something for something instead of Just you know uh, uh, being Being little little, um, Hop along casties I guess you could say You know that's that's my um and basically what they they're arguing is to propose cuts to pell grants and low income e- energy assistance uh you know to uh, uh Jeff Sessions' acceleration of the war on drugs to Repo- to Republicans attempt at dismantling obamacare and um basically they said that would devastate both custo Kustisi- Kustisi- Constituents of members of the CBC and Americans who voted for Trump. So basically, what they're saying is, now until y'all y'all change some things, we we have nothing to talk about. And I applaud them for that. Uh, any comments on that?
2: No, I had read that, and you know, and, and 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 just looking at you know, and and they you know they 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 said you know, like you said, specifically cuts to Pell Grants for low-income college students low-income energy assistance programs, which help seniors and others on fixed income. Um, and they were pointing out that these cutbacks destroy my, minority, communi- minority communities, while at the same time administration and congressional Republicans consider proposals to provide tax cuts for the richest Americans. See, so, so that's the other side of that, you know, why they, you know, no, we're not, we not doing this. You know, and it's about time somebody stood up. You know, and and and, and yeah. say we just gonna go along with, you know, uh, all of this corruption,
1: basically. Yeah, yeah, and, and you know, I'm glad to see that they're now trying to do the photo op thing. You know, like the HBCU presidents did, and who in turn almost got <laughs> embarrassed. You know, until you know they he changed some of the things about that. But yeah. Now I'm glad they decided they weren't falling for the Okie Doke, as I like to say. Go ahead, Joe. I thought you was going to say something. No, but I might as well. I didn't know about
5: the Congressional Black Caucus, but to me, they're probably doing it as um, just for optics. Um, There isn't any caucus in the Senate, and hasn't been for about 50 years. It's really there for the American people, no matter who they're trying to or who they say they're trying to represent, regardless of whether it's supposed to be for blacks or for Indians or for any other particular type of so-called protector class. They're there to get the money from the lobbyists, and they're there to fool the people. So nothing's going to change, you know, as a result of Congress anyway. Because Congress, they don't care, never have, just like I've always Mm -hmm. said. if How many times do you have to see the Titanic sink right in front of you before you realize... You know, there's something to something dirty going on. So, you know, it's you know, it's, it's nice optics. It's, it makes people feel, hey, look, look, at, we're finally doing something. But well, what are they going to do? What are they going to do?
1: Well, I mean, that's that's a good point. But you know, at least they're not even going to, to, to try and stand there and act like they were going to do something. I mean, they're not going at all, which is better than most of them. Um,
5: well, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, it's nice optics. It makes people feel good, but that's what politicians are all about, They try to make the constituents feel good. When in the meantime, as the years go on, we still have inflation. We still have wars. We still have um, rising taxes. So they're not doing anything. Some senators and congressmen have been in the office for 20, 30 years. What have they done? They've still gone along with raising taxes, raising um, – having inflation uh, become super high – Mm-hmm. Still have wars and whatever they condemn the other side for doing. Once they're in power, they mm-hmm. do the same thing. So it's all, you know, it's all a matter of smoke and mirrors and lies. And I think all of them are scum.
1: <laughs> okay. Uh, speaking of, of scum, and this will be the final thing for the day, I think. Uh, speaking of scum, Governor Chris Christie of New Jersey, um, he wants all flight to Havana, Cuba, stop. All flights stop until Cuba turns over Ashante Shakur. Um, <laughs> for those who don't know, um, she is the first woman that was being placed on the FBI's terrorist top 10 with a $2 million bounty on her head. Uh, she was charged with armed robbery, bank robbery, kidnap murder, and attempted murder of a policeman in nineteen what, the seventies. Um, she faced 10 separate legal proceedings and had already been pronounced guilty by the media All except one of these trials The case resulting from her capture Concluded in acquittal Hung jury or dismissal um, Under highly questionable circumstances She was finally convicted of being an accomplice To the murder of a New Jersey state trooper And, you know, that's the, the premise of He wants her return. Uh, of course, we already know back then if you were someone of color, especially if you were quote unquote associate, um, considered associate uh associated with the Black panther party uh which at the time she had broken off with and she was a member of the uh the black liberation army i think it was uh yeah I think that's it um Uh, You know, you you were you were guilty no matter what, you know, if if they had to trump some charges, which we know a whole lot of it was going on back then, because why a lot of them being released out of prison now after DNA testing and stuff like that. But anyway, uh, so she she fled and she went to Cuba and the Cuban Cuban gave her Castro Fidel, gave her um, asylum over there in the country. And ever since then, every now and then, you know, some um, up-and-started little politician wants to try and get her extradited back to the United States. And, of course, Hubert keeps saying, nope, 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 we're not going to do it because, you know, she was wrongly prosecuted. And as Argo said, you know, most of the trials she end up acquitted, you know, a mistrial or just not guilty, you know, except for the last one where basically trumped up charges were thrown up against her. Uh, you know, even though after evidence was was uh, produced showing that there was no way in heck she could have killed that um, that state trooper, but you know that's the country we live in uh, with the recent rash of shootings and officers walking free, um, cities and counties um, taking the, the the being willing to give out large sums of of money, you know, as settlements. It's just. Sign of the times And Prince used to say sign of the times hey, Have you talked
5: about the Castile shooting Yes yes. Oh yes, you have yes, okay yes. I missed it then.
1: Uh, All right. Yeah we talked about that And the one in, in Cincinnati You know that cop got off today as well So <laughs> oh. um, Yeah So you know uh, Black people getting shot And police being um, convicted Or <sighs> Oh, four. oh four so far. <laughs> oh, four. unless unless you're a white guy you're running away from the police driving in a car with your six year old kid in the front seat and you try and run over the policeman and the policeman shoot shooting actually killed a six year old white boy. And you're a black cop. Then you get 40 years plus 15, which means to be served concurrently. How does that work? I don't know, but that's the way it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way it is. All right. Time to rock and roll, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Friday, y'all know I got to go and hit the lanes. And uh, you know what? I'm I'm a am I'm gonna record my bowling one night and I'm gonna put it up there so y'all to see, so you let y'all know. You know, I'm pretty good at what I do. But before we get out of here, last words of course. And since we only got Joe left, you know go ahead, Joe. Give me some last words, man. You don't want to that off anymore. Yeah,
5: you know me. I've always been a man at the at this particular time. Uh, to not say very much So I'll just say Everybody have a good weekend And see you when I see you Have a good one
1: Alright, thank you And uh, nice to hear your voice again And uh, Thanks, Eric like, yeah, <laughs> And hang out Alright, co-hosts What you got for me? Make it a good one <laughs> no,
2: We covered a lot of stuff today You know, and um, you know, it, I mean, we said it before. You know, we we see a lot of things, and you know, people want to say, "Yeah, this is the greatest country in the world to live in," and blah 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 da Yeah, it is for some people, but it's not. It's not for everybody. It is what it is. It's where we are, and you know, sometimes it's just what we what we make of it, or what we choose to make of it. You know, so you know. We just have to be, be, be mindful, you know. And like it says in Philippians 4 and 6, um, it says, Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And the peace of God, which passes all understanding, shall keep your heart and your mind through Christ Jesus. Finally, brethren, whatever whatever, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, whatsoever things are just, whatsoever things are pure, whatsoever things are lovely whatsoever things are of good report if there be any virtue if there be any praise think on these things see so yeah (laughs)
1: all right i like that i like that that sounds good all right thank you ma'am and uh We'll get together where we'll, we'll talk this weekend and get together on what we're going to do for Monday, as always, yes. you know <laughs> with something great <laughs> uh, all right, all right, y'all man. It's been a great show, um as my co-host said, you know, we covered a lot of stuff um as i as I always say, you don't have to listen to um you don't have to take what we say uh, as word um you can always go and do research yourself. It's out there for you. Uh, you know, I always say if you're going to, uh, check something, you know, check two or three sources, um, legitimate sources, you know, read all the way down to the end of the page, you know, because sometimes at the end they say, well, this is just for satirical um, comment or what have you for fun, basically. So you, you may want to check that out, but you know, do, do some research on your own and you'd be surprised what you find out there. You really will, um, uh, because I know I have to, because there's so much goes on that that's not true, and then that's truth and, you know, half false, and it's just cuckoo for Cocoa Puffs out there, man. It really is. Um, but that's that's going to do it, man. Um, just remember, if you want to be happy, man, be still, give in to the will of God, and um, happiness will follow. I, I, I promise you that. All right? Uh, that's going to do it. Um, we're gonna be back Monday. God willing, 'cause you know, I have some things I can't control, but if I can control it, I'll be here, all right? And that'd be two PM Central, three Eastern, twelve Pacific, one mountain time. Um for me and P. Ross, there's been less talk on Blah Talk Radio. I'm your host, Mr. Talk. Uh just remember keep smiling, show appreciation, forgive with open heart, but make sure you forgive yourself first. And the biggest and the best thing, learn to laugh at yourself, man, because you can laugh at yourself, everything else is just groovy. And that's what I always say. Because, <laughs> hey, laughter is contagious. It really is. It, it really is. And anybody tell you who knows me, I laugh a lot. I do. <laughs> Especially at myself. Even when I'm sleeping, I'm laughing at myself. So, you know, you got to have a sense of humor. All right. So, we're going to take you out of here with some. Good music today, like I mentioned earlier at the beginning of the show. You got to realize when the battle is not yours and just give it in. And I'm going to let Edward and Walter Hawkins tell you about it, all right, Um, when the battle is over. And I see everybody here Monday. Y'all have a great weekend. And uh, be safe. And peace out. We're gone.